ABF Creative. ABF Hello, my little ones. My name is Miss Jojo, and you're listening to African Folk Tales. Inside my magical jeep with me as we explore African lands where animals talk and people fly. Are you ready? Get in! Make sure your seatbelt is on. The only thing we want to let loose is your imagination. Let's set the destination for our next story. Here we go! Hang on! Today, our magic jeep takes us to visit Father Anansi and his son, Keku, who come face to face with a scary dragon. Make sure to listen closely for the bell. The bell will ring when I say the magic word of the story. Listen all the way to the end to discover if you guessed the magic word right and have fun. Once upon a time, there was little food in the land. Father Anansi and his son Keku were very hungry. So Keku set out one morning to go to the market. In a short time, he was lucky enough to get a handful of fruits and veggies, which he brought home to his father. Anansi was glad to see the food and asked his son to stay home while he went to get a large basket to store it all. But an hour or so passed, and Keku became worried when his father did not return. Scared that his father was lost, Keku called out loudly, Father! Father! To his joy, he heard a voice reply, Yes, my son? And immediately Keku shouted again, thinking it was Anansi. But instead, it was a terrible dragon who appeared. This dragon breathed fire from his great nostrils. It was a frightening sight that scared Keku so much that he ran and hid in a nearby cave. The dragon searched Anansi's house and was annoyed to find only fruits and vegetables. Drat, said the dragon to himself, sounding very angry. There is no meat to eat here. He then left in search of more food. Soon after... Father and Nancy came back home with the basket. Keko returned from his hiding place as well and told his father all about the scary sight. And Nancy was greatly interested in his son's story and wished to see the dragon for himself. His wish quickly came true when the dragon suddenly returned. It had smelled Anansi and Keku. It snatched them up by their shirts and carried both the father and the son to its castle where they saw many other people like themselves. Anansi Keku and the others were left with the dragon's helper, a noisy rooster, who always crowed to let the dragon know if someone tried to escape. The dragon flew off again in search of more food, leaving Keku and Anansi stuck in the castle. Keku called everyone together. think Keku had a plan to escape the dragon's castle? 
If you said yes, you were right. Keku, being very smart, thought of a way to rescue himself and the others. Come, come, he said. Let us think of a way to escape this castle together. But keep your voice down so that the rooster cannot hear us. But how will we escape? A woman asked. The dragon's eyes are so sharp that it sees everything. And it is so fast that it will surely catch us if we try to run. But Keku was very clever. Knowing that the rooster would not crow as long as it had grains of rice to pick up, Keku scattered 40 bags of rice on the ground, which he found in one of the castle's rooms. While the rooster picked at the rice, Keku asked the men and women to make ropes, which they used to create a strong rope ladder. Keku planned to throw it up to the sky, trusting that the clouds would catch and hold on to it while he and the others escaped. As the ladder was being made, some of the other men gathered animal bones they found throughout the dragon's castle. When everything was ready, Keku put the bones into a large bag. He took the dragon's fiddle and placed it by his side. Now, Keku threw one end of the ladder up to the sky. It was caught and held. The humans all began to climb, one after the other, with Keku staying at the bottom to let the others get ahead first. By this time, however, the dragon's powerful eyesight showed it that something unusual was happening at the castle. The dragon beat its wings and quickly approached. As soon as he spotted it, Keku started climbing the ladder with the bag of bones on his back and the fiddle under his arm. The dragon started climbing after him. But Keku was smart. Each time the dragon came near, the young man threw it a bone. Being very hungry, the dragon got distracted and chased after it. Keku repeated this until all the bones were gone. By now, the people were safely up in the sky. Then, as he continued climbing, Keku would pause every so often to play a wonderful song on the fiddle. Each time he did this, the dragon returned to the ground to dance as it could not resist the magical music. When Keku was close to the top, the dragon had very nearly reached him again. Brave Keku then bent down and caught the ladder between his own feet. The dragon fell to the ground. But Keku was pulled up to safety by those he rescued. Everyone was so pleased with his bravery and wisdom that they made him the bright, shining sun. His father, Anansi, became the moon and his friends became the stars. The moral of the story is that good leaders always take care of other people. While Keku could have just saved himself and his father, he decided to help everyone, even though it was risky work. Did you hear the bell? Did you discover the magic word of the story? If you said nostrils, you are right. Nostrils is spelled N-O-S-T-R 
I-L-S. Take a look at your nose. See the two holes? Those are your nostrils, which you breathe air in and out of. Thanks for taking this trip with me today. I can't wait for you to travel to the next story with me. African Folktales is produced by ABF Creative. To learn more about the show, go to abfc.co slash folktales. If you loved this show, then tell someone you know. Our magical Jeep journeys are more fun when you can bring your friends along. Thanks for listening. Bye!